Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who were obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. What is going on? And welcome to Take On The World with John. And we have our two guests with us again. Ben. And Harlan. And Harlan. A Ben. A Arlen. E Mike. And Mike's here, as always. Hey, John. E. Uh, you missed a spot on the floor. Okay. <laughs> well, get me started, dude. So, uh, the boys hung around for another episode, and uh, they have no idea what we're talking about. That's all right. But this is Johnny's topic. This should be a quick topic. It, this should, should be, be like a 45-minuter. Maybe. I have some Unless, stuff. Yeah, of course you do. I have some stuff. You know how I am. I read, I, I like, uh, Ben and Arlen, I, I, I fucking read Arlen. Arlen. <laughs> Ireland. You gotta stop with the. There's an H in there. You just Ireland don't hear somewhere. it. I, I there's research. an H if you're if you're from the states. Yeah. There's not if you're from Canada. I uh I research obsessively, like everything. Um, I just. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'll watch like a couple YouTube videos on the way over here, <laughs> and forget my notes. Well, actually, you've had some pretty copious notes sometimes. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I like to know what I'm talking about. Um, so, John, what's your topic? It's the Kecksburg incident, or the Kecksburg UFO, or the Pennsylvania Roswell. Yes, it was called that. Yes, it was. You insinuating I didn't do my research? I am. So, <clears throat> so where do you guys stand on UFOs? You... Believe in UFOs? Don't believe in UFOs? Have you been abducted? Anally probed? They probed. <laughs> yeah, they definitely probed me. You I'm supposed to get a probing tonight. You gotta pull that up a little bit. <laughs> Ben's like, I got an appointment at nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No one's gonna make funny if you believe in UFOs. <laughs> Not necessarily. Like, I've never seen anything like it. But I've done my, like, I don't know. I've watched a couple YouTube videos on That's just like him. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. So, I mean, we're getting the same with it. I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for me, not really. I guess I've never really seen hard evidence to support it. So, no. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, like, I've never seen hard evidence to support it. But I think it would be arrogant for us to think that we were alone in the universe. I'd say, could it be out there? Absolutely. But I've never really seen anything to support it. So, <laughs> I... Yeah, don't really. <laughs> and Johnny, where are you at? Uh, I've never seen any. Well, no, I lied. That's out of my sister's house. You know you've been anally probed. I don't know. If... <laughs> but not by aliens. Yeah, not by aliens. <laughs> I did it myself. <laughs> you had some leftover hot dogs. <laughs> then I brought them over to your house. That's what, <laughs> we, fed, that's what we fed Love Bug at the last podcast? Yeah. The uh, leftover cheese dogs. This tastes uh, different somehow this time. I, well, uh, when I first moved in with my sister after I got divorced, I swear to God, I went outside and I'm like, they were just like fucking light in the sky. And I swear to God, it looked like it was coming like towards us and getting bigger. 
And then it would like retract and go. I'm like, that's really fucking weird. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I'm watching and watching it. And I'm like, that's, I ran back inside and I grabbed my sister and she came outside and she's like, wow, that is really weird. She's like, what the, it's like, and you can tell like the frame of reference because there was a tree in front of it. So you could see like just lining it up with the tree. And, and I don't know what it was. It was just fucking weird. <laughs> but it almost looked like it would get real close and big. And then, like, go, like, further away and get real small. It was just keep coming in and out like that. Could you have been drunk and be swaying? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, but I wasn't. Okay. And then uh, I think our, I mentioned his name, but our next-door neighbor came over. You know where our next-door neighbor is, right? Huh. <laughs> how, would, how would I know? I thought you did. Your sister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Whatever. We work with him. Oh. Oh, so you do know. Yeti Squatch. No. I don't know that. He used to work with us. Oh, I didn't know that was his next door neighbor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that's my only experience. That I'm a believer. I believe. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I'll make fun of you later. I believe. I believe I fly. <laughs> So tell us about the Kekford. All right. So on December 9th, Don't read off my 1965, you say blue fireball. There's it, no way it says blue. It does. No. Bluish green, blue. Wrong. It was red. No. Fireballs aren't blue. That's what made it so weird. <laughs> Fire is red and yellow. Or white or blue. It must have been a clean burning fire. Here, here's no, it doesn't matter. Here's where I'm at. It was a metallic object. Are you different metals will burn at different hues? So if you burn copper, you get a green flame. What color would I burn? Black. <laughs> Black like your heart. What color would my balls hair burn? <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, black and yellow, probably, but <laughs> I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Look, if you don't want it to be a blue flame, use your notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would mean I have to get up off my ass and go to my car. Uh, That'd be painful. Grab a beer on the way back for me. So, they said thousands of people from six states. It was in Michigan, uh, Ohio. Pennsylvania, West Virginia, West Virginia, uh, Florida, Florida, and even Windsor, Ontario, Canada <laughs> saw this. So right there, that says that there was got to be something there. It was like thousands of people saw it, and uh, so you got this blue fireball streaking across the sky, and people said it looked like molten lava coming out of it, like dripping from it. Yeah. All right, and. Uh, you got sonic booms were heard in Pittsburgh less than an hour away. I mentioned the falling debris. Well, the falling debris supposedly started fires along the way, too. <clears throat> yeah, like little like brush fires and shit. And then apparently, they said in Kecksburg, which is it's right outside of uh, Pittsburgh, and um, a little rural town of all like woods and farming land, they heard a big loud thud. And so all the locals flocked to the area. And 
they came back with reports of what this thing looked like, and they said it looked like an acorn that was like bronze in color that had strange hieroglyphics written across the bottom of it. And then, oh, I guess almost immediately the military comes in, and they basically like kick everyone out, rope the area off, and then allegedly they put a tarp on this, threw it in the back of a truck, and took it out of there. And then claimed that they didn't find anything when asked about it. Right. And uh, it was reported that they took this to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which is allegedly like, and that's in Ohio. So allegedly that's like a big like UFO research facility. <clears throat> and uh, I think that oh, that's where they said the Roswell crash went to. They basically did the same thing, packed it up, sent it to uh, Ray Pat Air Force Base. And uh, I guess with, within that, um, they said the men in black, I guess military guys, were coming up to the people in the town basically telling them, like, you didn't see nothing, don't say shit about it. And so a lot of them recanted their statements. And they wouldn't go on record when asked. And so they really had nothing to go on. They kind of looked like, well, what the fuck crashed here? Like, nothing crashed here. Even the state police, they said, they went out there and they said, yeah, we didn't find anything. There's nothing there. Well, the, <clears throat> one of the, the stories that I, I saw, it said within 30 minutes there was military people there the other one that's pretty quick so they must have been tracking it the other one i saw it was two hours so that's still pretty quick 30 minutes to deploy that fast to <clears throat> a scene like this I, I, I okay that's weird yeah maybe the state police uh so um <clears throat> How did I screw you up? Well, was I was kind of going from memory, and uh, is that what? Okay, the... I read all that. Okay, sorry, I was backtracking here. I lost my train of thought. Your train of thought left the rails a long time ago. So a, a lot of people think. That <clears throat> well, there was was there a train? I figured it was more like a rock, kind of, kind of roll, rolling. Yeah. Or well, I mean, some people think that it might have been a meteor, and but they said it, it the meteors don't act like that. They don't go with like well, apparently lava falling off of them. When when it was flying in, it flew for over Ontario, over Lake Michigan, over Michigan, got to Cleveland, Ohio, and made a twenty five degree turn. And then flew See, over. how do they know that? I'm just there, Some there, guy with like a protractor is like, oh, there it is. Hand me another beer, will you? Thousands of people reported sightings. So they followed the path of the sightings. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that like something so far away in the air. Like, how do you really have a frame of reference? I'm just saying this is what was said. <laughs> this is not what I said. It is what you said. There's no need to try to correct me. Uh... So, but, but but then they said that it, it got to Pennsylvania, and it turned south, and then turned back north and came into Kecksburg. Hmm. I never heard of that. So at what point did it get down to Florida? <laughs> I, I don't know where he got Florida from. He yeah. just pulled that right out of his ass. I just want to see if you guys are paying attention. Well, wait, isn't that what the telephone is supposed to say? 
No, the teleprompter doesn't say Florida any place on it. <laughs> uh, so some of the, the things that they said it might have been was a Russian satellite. But now, I find this interesting. This is what I'm going with. Now that I've never heard this, I've heard of the Kecksburg incident, but I thought it'd just be something cool to talk about. And, uh, but it was the, do you have the name of it? It was the NC Venus 92 or something like that. Are you talking about the reentry? Yeah. Yes, I have that down here. It was a Russian satellite. No, nope, this was a, a United States one. No, no, no. What's the Russian one? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that was. It was NC. Its job was to circ, uh, circle around Venus and I guess take pictures. And then <clears throat> when they pulled up pictures of what it looked like, the the, the burner on it. It, it looked, did look like Venus. It looked like Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's one ugly fucking burner. <laughs> and uh, when they pulled up pictures of it, it looked exactly like an acorn, and it had, you know, Cyrillic writing on the side of it. So they're thinking maybe people mistook the Russian writing as, you know, uh, hieroglyphics, because not everybody is familiar with, right? You know that alphabet system. And uh, but I found it interesting that it looked exactly like it, and they said it was a little bit smaller than what they originally reported. They originally reported it was about as big as a Volkswagen Beetle. And I don't know if you can pull up pictures of that there, Mike. Yeah. I have pictures of it on the truck. Yeah. Right there. Now they 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 claim that they claim that this picture was taken by a guy who was there. But it happened in December and you'll notice in the background There's leaves on the trees. There's leaves on the trees. So now, this may be when <clears throat> I don't know. This might have been from the recreation. They said that this was filmed in the um, Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, I was show. just say that this might be from the Unsolved Mysteries picture. Might be. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't have any verification of where this went like or where this picture's from. Butt plug. That's level I, one. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else. Everybody else sees acorn. You see butt plug. <laughs> it's a good gigantic butt plug, and uh, I don't see the writing on there. It's just kind of a shitty picture. But here's where I kind of get thrown off too is the 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 Russian satellite. Now this Russian satellite was in orbit, and it was supposed. The only problem was it was it was timed to crash in Ontario 13 hours prior to when this crashed. So they're thinking, well, did they lie about it? So they didn't want anybody to find out that it crashed, or just kind of like you know keep you off your toes, so you would think it was something else, and you're looking for something else. We don't know. But uh, when you look at that, if that's it, it looks smooth. Now, the the Russian part that crashed The writing down, was supposed to be, like, right here. Yeah. And the Russian thing that crashed had, like, gadgets and wires hanging off the side of it. So it was, like, you know, a lot Maybe more it burned intricate. Off? Could have burned They off said, actually, it wouldn't have made reentry. It wouldn't. That part would not have, would have burned up completely. I don't know. So... Maybe it did, maybe it did. When Unsolved Mysteries did their special on this in, in their third season, uh, they recreated the craft. And, and that's what they have out there now when they do their – it's up on like this, like on a billboard almost that uh, Unsolved Mysteries left their recreation there, and they use it for a festival out there every year. Yeah, wow. a fe there's, a, there's a Kecksburg UFO festival every year. I think we should go to either that or that Bigfoot festival. I want to go Bigfoot hunting. Yeah, let's go Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. I'm down with that. Wow. Yeah. You know, they open, what was it? What state is it? 
Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that you can actually buy a Bigfoot hunting license. Permit. Wait, really? Permit, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, though. Like, uh, over on um, 35 there, close to work, somebody's got one up on the hill. I want to just go shoot at it a couple times just for shits and giggles. What is, is it, a Bigfoot? One? Yeah, they have like a wooden Bigfoot. And, <laughs> and it's sitting off to like, oh, right beside awesome. the road, there's a cutout. And he's probably 20 feet up there just standing on top in trees. <laughs> well, it, with Bigfoot sightings, Pennsylvania ranks second in the country. All right. And for UFO sightings, Pennsylvania ranks seventh in the country. See, that's because like Pennsylvania's just like uh, crazy. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I don't know. Now, scroll up a little there, Mikey. Another theory was that it was, this is what you we were talking about earlier, was the GE Mark II reentry vehicle, which yeah. is a U.S. satellite. But that wasn't even in orbit, was it? Um, apparently it was. And uh, that's why they thought the U.S. military was there so quickly. Because this thing had uh, radiation in it. <coughs> um, it was a sp from a spy satellite. Yeah. So and apparently this this had um, uh, directional uh, stuff we don't want morons getting their hands on. No, that would help it slow down on reentry and, and could direct it on reentry. So uh, if it was going the wrong way, it could it could <clears throat> make it change course. Like you know, I, this is one thing I thought about too. Is like a lot of people say, oh, well, they, they, the government came in and they roped off, they cordoned off the area and kicked everyone out. I'm like, well, yeah, I can see that. Like, can't like, what do we do with like? We don't want inmates knowing anything that we do, right? Like, radio communication keys, anything like that. It's like, you shut the fuck up. You don't need to know. See, that's the government in general. If they show up anywhere, they're going to rope the area off, yeah. no matter what they're doing. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can see that. It's like, get the fuck out of here. What do you want to know? Like, mind your own business. And uh, but uh, right, control jets. That's what I. And. It it had an internal waiting system to control uh, guidance. Yeah, I mean, they'll never confirm that that was up in the air, especially if it was, uh, you know, top secret. So there were eyewitnesses in Kecksburg to this. Kecksburg. Uh, this Rob and Ray Landy, they were kids. They were riding their bike. They saw this thing fly overhead. They, they knew it wasn't a helicopter or a plane or anything like that. Uh, but they had no idea what it was. They reported a blue flame. Just saying. I think you made this blue flame up. No. Uh, so then this uh, Randy Overly, he was another kid playing in a creek, not a creek, a creek down the road, and he said it flew overhead about 200 feet, going about the speed of a small plane. Uh, now, all these people were on the Unsolved Mystery documentary. So these two kids, Nevin and Nadine, Kalp, they were playing outside. They saw it crash about a half mile from their house. Uh, when they got back home, the their mom was listening to the radio, and on the radio they said that, you know, a small plane has gone down in the area. If you have any information, call the radio station, blah, blah, blah. So she called the radio station. Hey, that thing went down in a ravine about a half mile from my house. That thing went down right between my legs. It went right down here. Something different. 
So, is that the sound it made on reentry? I hit my. Well, there's a picture that goes with that. <clears throat> right there. Well, case solved. No need to look further. Bald Eagle. No, anyway, here, I pulled it up on my phone. <clears throat> oh, I guess this is the one. Kecksburg, December 9th, 1965. Yes. So here they have a picture of what the original thing was supposed to look like. Well, that's the recreation. That's right. That's the one that they have up on like a billboard type thing. And then I'm, I'm, Ancient funny, Egyptian butt plug. The funny thing, yeah. I'm watching I'm watching the doc, or it was uh, a YouTube video, and the guy saying, it's funny how all the grass around the, the, the basement is killed. Yeah, someone sprayed weed killer though, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> someone didn't want to mow next to the pole. How about that? <laughs> Astronomers said it was likely a uh, meteor bolide burning up in the atmosphere and he's sending at a steep angle. A bolite meteor. Bolite, whatever, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she called the radio station and said, hey, that thing went down right here. So she hangs up the phone. About three minutes later, the phone, the phone rings again. And it's the U.S. Navy telling her that if she sees anybody in the area to let them, to call this number and let them know. She says, should I call the fire company? And she's like, no, no, you call us. And I will call them. So she thinks, this is fucking weird. So she she picks up the phone to call her girlfriend and say, hey, this is what just happened. So she's about two sentences into her conversation with her girlfriend. The operator rings in and says, please clear the line for the call, for a call. She gets another call. And uh, that call is from the PA State Police. And she said, it wasn't that long after, the state trooper showed up with two men in suits. And she was showing them where the crash was, but at this point, the smoke had faded from the crash site. And it was starting to get dark, so they couldn't find exactly where it was. Hmm. So they took out, like, a box, and they were walking towards a tree. I, I assume the box was a Geiger counter. Because she asked the trooper what all these people were doing here. The trooper said... They think they're going to see something, but when they leave, no one's going to see it. What the fuck does that mean? Like, the, like these people, whatever, whatever's out there, ain't nobody ever going to see it again. They're going to hide it. And she says, how do you know that? And he said, radiation. Hmm. So then uh, Jim Mays was assistant fire chief, and he said he saw... Uh, He went out with the search teams and, and the state troopers, and they got to a spot, and they were looking, and you could see like a blinking bluish light, and he specifically said blue, like several times, not red, but blue. And he said it was like uh, really bright, like someone was welding, like you'd see like a, a welder flash, mm -hmm. but it was in, in timed intervals. It was steady timed intervals. This is this is another guy. This this fireman here. This yeah, a lot of um. No, also they thought it was that Russian probe that came down. <clears throat> a lot of people said that it didn't look like it had any rivets on it. It looked smooth, seamless. Just had the weird writing on the bottom of it. Right. So, other than the shape, it matches that. I'm sorry. Other than 
the shape is pretty much the only thing that matches that Russian uh, probe. So what was the Nazi bell? Well, I guess if you want to get into this, can't talk about this without talking about the Glocka. So right at the towards the end of the war, World War Two, the German well Germans are like super into the occult, anything weird, superstitious, fucking UFOs, anything to give them the upper hand. So they developed this thing called the the Glocka, and it looked like that big butt plug. My Glocka doesn't look like that. <clears throat> My Glockas don't look like that either. And uh, it looked like that. They called it the Nazi bell. And the the platform where it used to sit is still in. Uh, I don't think it was in Germany. It was like one of the fucking countries they took over. Like, I don't remember. But it, there's a big circular stage. It's got pillars on all around it. And there was like this big metallic bell. And it was chained up to these poles. And hoax. They think it was used for time travel. Like they were, tra- they were interested in time travel. You know, it, it looks like the TARDIS almost, but round. So a lot of people, or some people say, not a lot. Some people think that well, was that the the Nazi bell that reappeared in Kecksburg in 1965? Do you time travel and fly across half of the world? Like. I don't know. That's a pretty far stretch. That thing's fucking weird, though. I wonder what that. That's a weird looking. But it's it's a legit thing. That that's what they were working on. And a lot of reports say the thing would hover and like fly around, but it was chained up so it couldn't like fly away, and it would make strange noises, flash. So I guess the next question is: What are the dimensions of this thing compared to the said UFO? Right. I'm sure they have dimensions of it somewhere. I don't think it was very big. I th- I want to say just from... It looks like a big dreidel. <clears throat> it's like a single-person spaceship. Sit in there and go up to 2050. And, uh, yeah. Go back to the next... Well, I'm saying let's go to 2024 in reality and see what... <laughs> let's go to 2020. No! Not 2020. <clears throat> And let's go back, uh, I don't know, a good 60 years. Better sex, sex, flat. So that's the DeGlocka legit thing they were working on. For, I guess the best they could come up with was time travel. Trying to rep- recreate some kind of alien technology. Damn Nazis rolling that weird shit. So James Romanski was a fireman in town there. And I think they mean chili dog. Probably. They were they were out uh, searching the area, and uh, he he heard a radio call. No thanks. He heard a radio call that they had found the object, so they they went down to that area where they said they found it, and what he said he saw was a huge metal metal object, six to eight foot around, buried into the ground. About 10 to 12 foot long. It looked like a fresh acorn that just fallen off the tree is what he said. Big acorn? Big acorn. There was well, a bumper at the bottom with hieroglyphics on it. Not matching any writing he's ever said. Now he said he, he searched hieroglyphics. He searched uh, Jewish writing, Chinese writing, Russian writing. And it didn't match none of it. Hmm. 
That's what he said. Uh, the troopers came by with some men in suits, told everybody they had to leave the area, that this area was off limits quarantined. They said that the firehouse was wall to wall military within three hours. For their protection. Uh, they also uh, commandeered uh, a farmhouse that was in the area. That these people only lived in the farmhouse for about a year, or a month. Was it a month or a year? But it, uh, lived for for a month. Uh, Lillian Hayes said that they used her phone, and they were on her phone constantly, but not one call ever came on her bill. Now th these are all people who actually spoke on this this show. Wow. The actual people, not re recreators. Uh, Bill Weaver saw four men in radioactive suits. They took this, they, they were carrying this box, like this box is probably about. Wait, was this Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. They showed him carry this big white box. They were wearing like the uh, Mylar suits. And the box wasn't big enough for the whole thing to fit in. Just, they, they thought something inside the ship or whatever it was, they put it in this box. And then the next thing he knew, they, they, the acorn came out covered up on a, <laughs> by a tarp on a tractor trailer and went whipping down the road. <laughs> so all in all. Was Harlan driving it? I, I wonder what, um, <laughs> what kind of tarp they had on there. <laughs> yeah. Harlan and Ben behind the wheel. <laughs> I don't know. They just, the recreation just shows like a tarp over the top of it. But you see the very bottom of it. I'm sure that's exactly how it went because TV, nothing could be fake. Right, yeah, there everything, seen it on TV, so. One reporter, the guy said he saw it getting wheeled out of there on the, he said you could see the shape of it through the tarp. So he knew it was it. So, ten, ten of those witnesses were on the Unsolved Mysteries show. All told their story on there. And this, that, that's where they, the, it was enough. It was. I think it was on there where the guy said it made the twenty-five degree over turn over Cleveland, and then turned south and turned north back towards Kecksburg. So like, it's a weird flight pattern if that's the way it is. But I, I think you're right. It's hard to tell when something's streaking across the sky. Right. Also, and, this was 1965. So, I how well could they track something back then? I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think of like. I mean, what do you have in your frame of reference to, to tell you? It was at, well, no, it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, wasn't it? I think it was like 4.15 in the afternoon. But still, there's nothing. Uh, yeah, it's about that because they said within two hours it started getting dark. Yeah. That makes sense in December. Yeah, so then the winter time. I just think it's weird because you can't discount the, like, Thousands of people that saw it. Now, no. whether it was a massive cover-up as far as it was something secret they were working on, and then they just blamed it on the Russian spacecraft that fell down. Now, here's something interesting. This story right here. <clears throat> I found this picture online, and it was very blurry. I, I couldn't read it. I couldn't make nothing out on it. So I contacted the newspaper. Are you serious? Yeah. And he actually, Look at you. he actually you put a lot of work into this. <laughs> <laughs> he actually emailed me back today. And he said, look, we're not, we're working remote from home right now. 
and there was no one in. He goes, I found a clearer picture for you, but we will check our archives on Monday to see if, if there's if there's a, a either a copy of the story on microfiche <laughs> yeah. or uh, if we have a clearer picture in our our database. Because if you blow this up, you can you can read it a little bit, yeah, but it's still kind of blurry. That's crappy. But this was the better copy that he said he he, he also found this online, and you know if this didn't work for me, he he would look some more. So I might have a better picture to put in this by the time we we air this. But uh, you know it it made the paper. I don't know. What do you think it was? I I, I am kind of leaning towards a satellite of some sort, and and that's why you get radiation from it. That's why you you don't want anybody near it. You cordon off the area. You keep people away. Military's involved. All hush hush, secret secret. Right. Really, if it's a satellite that something went wrong with, they're not going to want to tell you anyway. I just find it weird. Like, why would they come back and like basically make tell everyone? Shut the fuck up! You didn't see anything. Well, because if their satellite fell out of the sky, that probably means they fucked up, and they don't. The government does the fuck up, you know. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, what? I know. I I know there was a. They said there was an agreement between Russia and the U.S. Said if a Russian spacecraft falls in within anything U.S. friendly territory like Canada, U.S. That they would retrieve it and give it back to them, and vice versa. Anything of U.S. fell in Russia or surrounding areas, they would retrieve it and give it back to the U.S. Now, if that's the case, they didn't give this one back. So, well, I don't know that it was a Russian satellite. I, I kind of lean towards <clears throat> the the GE reentry craft. Yeah, just because that has a. But if you look at the picture of it, it looks nothing like the the. Acorn shape, nothing on it looks like that. I don't know. I I, I didn't see a picture of the, <clears throat> the GE reentry craft. Right, but we don't have a super clear picture of the acorn shape object. No. If it was under a tarp, it could have been anything. <clears throat> but that could be it. Yeah, that, I can see that. Actually, it looks a lot like a. I mean, I I feel like it would be a bit sharp for what you were talking about earlier, but to round the edges off, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, was that a pic? Is that a picture? Of it? That's the same picture. It's just backwards. No, no, no. The the silver one you were looking at earlier. That was the picture of the reentry craft. Are you sure? Um. Yes. How do you know? It doesn't say. I was on that website before. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it looks very similar. And if it's dark and you get a glance at something, I mean, I'm sure you could mistake that for an acorn-shaped object. Plus it's slammed into the ground. It could be malformed. Yeah, it could be covered with dust. And if it, if it, the the eyewitness said it was half in the ground, so all you're going to see is one side. See, that says prototype, though. Okay. The prototype. Prototypes were actually used. 
they, they fly them to make sure they work. So that's just what could have been one that crashed and failed. And what were the uses for? That's exactly it. I would swear on the swear on the Bible and take a lie detector test. And nobody would ever fake a letter like that. <laughs> and, and that's almost a picture. Almost. <laughs> it's, it's close. So what was that used for, this re-entry? It's right there. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Don't know. Mm. Well, the re-entry part, like, when the, the rocket takes off, like, the back three-fourths of it usually falls off and drops down into the ocean. So the other one would be the part that re-enters by itself. But Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I can see it. It's got that acorn shape. Oh, grab me one. Whatever you grab. It's got that acorn shape. So there you have it, folks. We solved it. I, I think so, yeah. Taxburg <laughs> incident. G2. I was always kind of suspect once I started getting into this. I'm like, I didn't think it was a UFO. But, uh... Yeah, I, I was suspicious of whether it was a UFO when when I first saw it. Yeah, I just I thought they said that something like this. I guess you wouldn't know because they're not going to tell you if this. Why the hell would they tell the whole public? Yeah, we just launched this thing up in the air and it's going to crash. Yeah, it's going like, to crash down in a couple hours. We just spent Come millions of tax people. dollars yeah. here. Like, yeah, and then we fucked up and it right. fell back down and crashed. So yeah, no. Well, who knows what the purpose of the, the the satellite or anything that was in it like. Nobody knows the purpose of it, so it could be... It's probably a fucking spy satellite. Like, well, it could be. I think. Well, what's it say? Okay, it was collecting data for something. So, here it says trajectory control jets, yeah. so it can maneuver. And and that makes sense. So the piece they probably took out of it was like the recovery data thing. Out. They, they they might have taken a uh, probably like a big black box. It, it could have been a radioactive core, <clears throat> and that they just wanted to secure the radioactive core and then take the rest of it out. Like who knows? Right, and if I mean if it had a radioactive core, obviously they're going to want to rope that off and get it out of there. Yeah, and what the here's another thing that they said was weird was there was some kind of. Uh, news reporter who allegedly had pictures of all this shit and then he mysteriously wound up dead. Dude. Did yes. <laughs> I think he we did. Don't do politics. He was number one. This there was a uh but what's What's a journalist that was mentioned in my research? What's further weird is that there was a lady who filed a FOIA, a Freedom of Information Act. The on Stan this. Gordon filed one. There was a girl too that got involved, in it, and then she ended up in a lawsuit with NASA. Right, because NASA said it didn't exist. And here it turns out that they 
lost all the paperwork and reports of anything relating to this. But this guy, Stan Gordon, got the paperwork. Did he? He he, he, uh, submitted a a request for information. So they were lying. But he got it. He got it before the other lady did. It was in like 93 where that stuff disappeared. But what did it say? I don't know. I couldn't find it. So he's full of shit. Stan Gordon, if you're listening, come forward. You, we need to see your paperwork and verify this. It might be on his site. I don't. I, I, his site's very confusing. It looks like uh, it just posts stuff from other sites. He's not that guy that makes those Velostat helmets, is he? Oh. So aliens can't control his brain. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> You've never seen that? No, oh I've my seen, god! Yeah, it's like the tinfoil hat. Yes. Yeah. yeah, more this, or less. This guy makes this guy. His, Oh, he looks credible. That's yeah, definitely credible. There's is that no Bigfoot's cousin there? Or I like the laser eyes. Yeah, the Bigfoot with laser eyes. <laughs> totally dope. <clears throat> See, he uh, you would think if he had the paperwork, it'd be on this page. Yeah. I, I, Here's the conclusion of the lawsuit. Oh, there's your lady who, who filed the... Or maybe that's him before he was a... He was a... <laughs> we'll go with that one. Nothing... There was nothing at all related to Kecksburg here or in the hundreds of pages of released by NASA. They really didn't even acknowledge Kecksburg at all. But on the documentary, they showed a copy of the original report from that dude. What's his face? Stan Lee. Stan Gordon. I don't know, man. I'm not buying it. Jerry Pimpin? Pimpin ain't easy. Here's where I get lost. I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is going, this is too far for me. Different version. Actually, go back a little bit. Right up there. If you look at the two different images. So let's say this is the image before it. That one looks like ground. a titty. Kind of does. Boob. With yeah. a nipple. But if you go up a little bit, let's say this one didn't hit the ground, this one, nope, the other way. That one did. That would explain why it's acorn, dude. Yeah, it's definitely going to flatten out if it hits Yeah, but that's way. the recreation. Yeah. Like, no, that's, now, that's just gotcha. like, this is what we saw. We don't have any genuine photos. Like what we think we saw, yeah. Something like this needs to happen in 2020, or should have happened in 2020, where there would have been 50 cameras on it. See, this has always been my problem with Bigfoot. Nowadays, everybody's got <laughs> a 9-megapixel camera yeah. in their hand constantly. And you can't get a clear picture? Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is a good, good. Well, it, it could be good, good example as any, because if they wanted to cover it up, the GE reentry vehicle is a plausible deniability type case. Yeah. But it could also actually just be that. It's just so weird. Though. Why would it look almost identical to it? Here's another thing I heard or I thought was kind of interesting. That, that either the US, if it was U.S. or Russia, they just put strange hier- hieroglyphics on it just to confuse people if it ever did crash. Well, I, I did see something where... The, it's like something I would do. The marking... <laughs> we'll get one yeah. mar- <laughs> big dick on the side of it. The markings on it... But that means hello and, like, margin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have been just uh, welded, like you know, we get parts sometimes, and they have the, the part number <laughs> or whatever welded right on it. Mm-hmm. And that very well could have been too. Yeah, but you think part number, but if if it, it hit me strange, it might look strange after it melted coming down and hit the ground. Or if they put the part number on, that's a long stretch. Or there could have been dirt on it. You didn't see the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, you saw this thing for like what she said. 30 seconds. Yeah, they, they said they were ushered out of the area pretty quick. But she didn't say it to you. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't know. How long did the people actually see it? Like, before they got chased out of the woods right, or they, whatever. It could have been quick. It, well, it was dark. If it. If this thing fell at roughly four fifteen, yeah, let's say it took them five minutes to get there. No, no, no. The, it, it fell at four fifteen or, or somewhere around there. But by the time that the, the uh, state troopers had come out to start looking for it, it was too dark. They couldn't pinpoint the location, so they were looking for it in the dark. The state troopers were. No, everybody was. Oh, okay. So they, yeah, they probably. Well, that's not true. Because then, how did people come back and have descriptions of it? Flashlights. Oh, wait. 19- they had flashlights back then. Okay. Yeah, they did, but who's going to, like, be carrying around a fucking flashlight with them? And- they were out in a search party looking for it. <clears throat> well, originally they thought it was a plane. Yeah, but you said they didn't find anything. No. I, you don't listen to any. You listen like my wife does. No. Right you're, here. You're wrong like my ex-wife is. Right here. James Romansky. Said that they heard that it was found on the radio. Let's give him a call because. Hold on. And he, they went from where they were searching to the area where it was found, and this is what he saw: a huge metal object, six to eight foot around, buried in the ground, ten to twelve foot long, looked like a fresh acorn that had fallen just off the tree. No wings. Yeah, but that's not stating whether it was at nighttime. Did he have a flashlight, or was that before it got well, dark? They they specifically said it was nighttime when they were. I didn't write down the documentary or the the show word for word. See, everything I researched led you to believe that they were there before it got dark, saw it, and then came running back out with descriptions of it. No, nope, not not one thing that I read said that. So does that mean it's wrong? It just means I didn't read it. <laughs> when they reenacted it, it was dark. If that makes any difference, yeah, that definitely helps because that's because uh... that's real. <laughs> <laughs> React. 
the reenactment. But if the military, aka state police, were out there within thirty minutes, and it took them two hours to find it, they might. They probably just got glimpses of it. Nah, are you sure the military was just like, yeah, go ahead, like take a good gamble. Yeah, absolutely. Like just. Yeah, God put <laughs> remember, that, remember that? You guys ever watched The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When uh, that plane crashed and Chief Wiggum's like, he's like, nothing to see here, folks. Turn around. Oh, my God, a giant plane crash. Everyone, gather around, gather around. Come on. Don't be shy. Give <laughs> <laughs> that a bit too loud. <laughs> 4.47 p.m. is when it was seen. So, 4.47, it's almost 5 o'clock in December. It's dark. Yeah, it's, it's getting dark. dark. It's getting dark, yeah. Well, I do explain why they were able to see the blue flame. Because it's almost dark out. Like, you can actually see. You know what I mean? Well, that's what they said. The smoke was blue, too. Well, smoke, at that time of day, is going to look bluish. Yeah. Well, like, if you're looking at... I don't know. If it goes through, like, lunchtime when the sun's out and everything, you're not really going to see it that much. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. That makes sense. Seeing the flame trail off it at, at twilight, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Seeing a blue flame or a blue smoke billowing up from where it crashed, that makes sense too. Because if you look at smoke like like black smoke yeah. at that time of day, it's going to look bluish. I think this might have been the worst episode I've ever picked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was I, like I, I liked it. I liked researching it. I thought it was cool that it was on Unsolved Mysteries. I just wish there was more... Uh, I don't know, more of something. So there's something. not much to go I on. I wish there was that. a picture of it. If there was a picture, it would be really cool. Yeah. Well, we have <clears> one, <throat> but it's uh, not it's real. Accurate. All John it's sees for... is the, the, the tip of a penis. Well, in reality... It's a Bigfoot penis. <laughs> yeah, just zoomed in on the butt plug. Well, and it's put just the tip. It. Remember we <laughs> saw the entire thing earlier? Who was saying that, like, like, three inches of your penis is inside you? <clears throat> you can actually have, like, a surgery done to make your dick three inches longer? I'm checking that. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying I could double it. I think that was on the Bro-Ohio podcast. I think they were talking about that. <laughs> well, that makes it true. <clears throat> if they talked about it, it must be It'd true. It would probably be all thin and shit. It'd be, like, thin there, and then it gets fatter at the end. No, I mean, wouldn't it just, like, kind of hang there, then? Like, you did the yeah, you basically have, like... It's disturbing that he put that much thought into it. Yeah, you have, like, a giant sharpie just hanging by a shoestring. Like, nah, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. Right, there'd be... Sign me up! There's nothing there to support it, but that would make, like, the... What was that meme that was going around for a while? Like, the helicopter penis guy? Yeah. <laughs> that would make that doable. <laughs> that was doable before that was going around, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it were just like hanging out, you know, you would have a solid propeller, but. You put entirely too much time into this, making it like an airplane type of. With the propeller, yeah. So, I think we solved another one, Mike. I'm pretty sure it was a set of the the re entry vehicle, and they were just hiding it because it was top secret. Right, and the the government doesn't fuck up like that, so. No, no, no. Our our multi billion dollar thing did not yeah. crash. Not well, here. He, well, here's one for you. Wouldn't it make more sense for them to make him believe it was a UFO? 
But you just let it to people's minds, and they're going to make it into something it's not. Yeah. Right. yeah. You leave stuff to your imagination, and it's going to be a UFO. <clears throat> Especially back then. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're not, I guess they were You're probably like, shh, shh. Nobody say anything. They're going to think it was a UFO. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't that right over the time LSD came out, too? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. Everybody was, hey, we have a cool story about LSD. All right. <laughs> well, there's one time we knew somebody, we won't mention anybody's name, who supposedly fed LSD laced corn to pigeons. Because supposedly pigeons have a memory. And if they have a bad experience someplace, they don't go back there. So they were trying to get rid of the pigeons. So what did the pigeons do? They flew straight into the ground and killed themselves. <laughs> and supposedly, this was a Penn State experiment that has no record anywhere. So what I call it is a bullshit experience that somebody made up just to have a cool story. It's still a cool story, though. So, I mean, pigeons and LSD. But... I knew a guy who used to take LSD and kill pigeons. <laughs> he said he used to he used to go on the roof with a golf club tripping balls and then he would just his pigeons are stupid he'd just tee off on a pigeon Dude, go, the go right up to the peak and just fucking <laughs> nine iron to the forehead that thing's gonna go for a while <laughs> yeah all you see is a poop of flat feathers yes <laughs> that'd be a chat that'd be like the Hunger Games on steroids <laughs> I also know. I also know that someone who has Charlie Chaplin's first cane. <laughs> yeah. You know who has this cane for real? No. Uh. The. Uh, God damn it! Um. Stevie Wonder's glasses too. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey has uh Charlie Chaplin's cane. Really? Not his first one though. <clears throat> no. Someone else I didn't has say one. which one it was. Someone else has that one. Who's Charlie Chaplin? He was a, a silent movie star. Okay. That guy with the classic, like, uh, the mustache. Hitler, yeah. The Hitler stash. It was yeah, a Hitler he always, stash. like, spinning that cane around yeah. with a top hat. Okay. But apparently he was a fucking pedo. What? That's what I heard. I think everybody in Hollywood's a pedo. <clears throat> Bucks over pretty much. But, I mean, that's, that's okay now, isn't it? Or... <laughs> Probably one of the requirements. Right. Wait, you're not in the kids under 12? I grab. You're not a diaper sniper? You've got to go. You like pizza. <laughs> he said he had a bicycle. It better be a red one. <laughs> I mean. Anyway, this one's solved. Everybody can call us and thank us. You can send us an email at takeonthewill411 yeah. at gmail.com and Thank us for solving this, this <clears throat> lifelong mystery. When you get a chance, call uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base. Tell them no need to look further. Yep, we nope, got this one. Nope, we got it. <clears throat> they can take the tarp off the big giant butt plug. If you don't think I'll send them an email, you're you're crazy. <laughs> Wait, what would you do when we sent them an email? <laughs> like legit, we're like, yeah, we we solved the case. No need to look any further. Did you see the guys from Ohio? What they took on? No, they took on a couple like controversial topics. And like, like, like accusing the government, Hollywood of stuff, and like, 
all of a sudden it disappeared. <laughs> now it's still there. <laughs> so, with that, we have completed this episode. So, go take on the world. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick.